You are listening to The Ben Keats Show, where every day the objective is simple. Ben will never stop fighting the fight and lighting the light on topics that affect you every day. Howdy, everybody. My name is Ben Keach, and this is The Ben Keach Show. So happy to be here today. Um, It's kind of an exciting episode, thinking this is number 25. It's like a quarter of the way to 100. It seems like an important thing. It was Danny Manning's number, if you're a KU fan. Regardless, the 25th is up episode. So pumped up and, and happy to do this. And it's a topic that um, is a topic that comes up all the time in our um, walks of life. And it's what's wrong with helicopter parents? What's wrong with helicopter parents? Now, I think the definition is relatively easy, but we want to make sure we define what we're talking about. So helicopter parents are the parents that they have children and they are all kind of like the on the little hoverboard, making sure that this happens, making sure that happens. I mean, we as a society in general, we just want everything to be perfect and good. We actually struggle with either a negativity to people, things, anything that we disagree with or have problems with. Um, we don't want our kids to fail. We don't want them to fall down. We don't want them to get hurt. We don't want them to get broken up with. We don't want them to get a bad grade. We don't want anything bad to happen to them. I would actually change that mindset. You should be pumped when your kids suck. When they do something wrong, it's okay. It doesn't mean that you say that to them, but in your mind, failure is how they're going to grow. I mean, you say the same thing about yourself. You're like, oh, I learned from my mistakes. I was, I had a, you know. Okay. So guess what? It's let's let our kids do the same thing and let's, let's allow our kids to, um, to, to, to live and make decisions to an extent. So we're going to talk a lot. That's, that's kind of the focus of today. So there's, there's the introduction. Um, thank you for a quick break. We are ever close to 500 subscribers. We'd love to get it to a thousand by the end of the year. So please, please, please let people know. Um, a thousand is our, is our goal and it's steadily rising. So we appreciate all of the the support and uh, wherever you're listening to the audience is kind of growing outside of just simply the Kansas city area and people that I know. And so, um, that also is exciting just to think, just to think about it, that we're able to communicate with people that are in different States and different times. So, uh, I love when you guys comment on, whether it's YouTube or TikTok, um, Instagram, those are probably the places I get the most comments on. So it doesn't matter if I agree with you or disagree with you, throw those things out there. Um, let me know what you think. Even if it's just a thumbs up, I appreciate all of the interaction. Okay. So what's wrong with helicopter parents? So first of all, what's the, what's the root of this? It's, it's rooted in this idea of fake perfection that how, we are viewed as parents is how our kids behave, how they act, how smart they are, how athletic they are. Let's throw that stuff out the window. Okay. Your measurement as a quality parent should be tied into the time that you spend with them. That's an easy measuring stick. Are you spending time? Are you not? Are you having conversations? Are you not? The other stuff is, going to be different from kid to kid. So be careful, you know, putting your kid into that weird competitive where they have to, it's performance based kid where they have to be a certain thing or accomplish a certain thing. Just stop. 
We want our kids to accomplish, but we want them to work hard for whatever is important to them. That's the focus. Okay. So in this kind of fake perfection, like kind of give you an example here is this is just something I think of. If you have a, um, let's say you have a five-year-old and you're walking through the grocery store. And as we know, five-year-olds don't always have an awareness of where they're at. They may know people around them. They may not. And so what happens sometimes is we become very self-conscious as other adults are walking through the store, making sure that our kids are out of the way. And so we can look at little Junior, little Susie, Sally, whatever the kid's name is, and look out, get out of the way. And like almost in a way of like, like what are you doing? And I'm you know, drastically pulling out of the way. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Stop. That's stupid. Just stop doing that. Here's the deal. The 40-year-old that's walking through the store is a grown flipping person, man, woman. They can walk around the five-year-old. They can slow down a couple of steps. Like, just get that whole, like, like I have to be so cautious and careful about what other people think. No, we don't want our kids screaming and running and acting like baboons through the store. But at the same time, because a 40-year-old should have a better awareness, tr stop trying to, like, hover. Just, your kid's going to walk. We're going to, hey, remember to look around you. I mean, we can have little conversations but but let the 40-year-old be responsible for slowing down, smiling, and walking around. It's really not that big of a deal. That that's that's this is just an idea. Let's let's keep going into this other this other stuff. The per the perception of others when it comes to helicopter parents. So I want to make sure that these 39 things in terms of how my kids acting and behaving, I'm gonna make sure that that they know are doing it right. And when they, when they don't, I'm always paying attention. I'm always watching. I mean, even look at the, it's good. I'm going to make fun of it kind of tongue in cheek a little bit, but look at the grades today. I mean, poor kids back in the day when you got a bad grade on the test, you, you know, you took the test home, maybe the um, you know, the parent looked at her bag, maybe they threw it away on the way home. You know, maybe you have to wait for progress reports or a phone call or parent teacher conferences. Now, every single thing you do, email, 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 phone call, phone call, phone call. I mean, parents are bombarded with information about how their kids are doing or how they're sucking. Like, like you, we all have the information. And at some point we kind of want to have the mentality, Hey, guess what? Hey kid, this is your, this is your job. You're a 15 year old kid. Figure it out. I'm not, it doesn't mean that a parent can't help or motivate or, you know, do whatever, do those sorts of things. But again, put it on the kid, parents step back. It's their life. They have to figure this stuff out. Now, if you start this when the kid's 15 and they're not ready for it, there could be some, some negative implications. But the attitude is when you are a kindergartner and you go to school, regardless of your age, when you do these like grown up or, or step things in your life, you're going to fail. Uh, give you a couple examples. My, uh, my, my son, William, who's extremely, um, um, well, he's extremely a lot of things, but he's extremely motivated. He's doing great in his life. Super proud of him, but goodness gracious. Sometimes we're off to basketball practice and, you know, I love basketball practice, baseball practice with my kids because that's when I got to spend time with them. Also, I'd work, come home because I was their coach. And so there's a couple of times where, all right, we're going to practice. Now you got to understand like this, this is one of those things like a spanking, like it hurts. It, it may have hurt me more than it hurt him. Here we go. Like we're leaving at 545. 
and hey, we're leaving. We're you know you, you catch yourself in that thing that most parents do. We're leaving. Get in the car. Blah, blah. Now it's five forty. Hurry up! And there's all it's, it becomes commotion. Well, last time I checked, kids know how to tell time, or they should, or they have phones so they can figure it out. We're leaving at five forty-five. Now it's their job. There's nothing else I have to do except for at forty-five, at five forty-five, get in my car, drive away. But he's going to miss practice, and the coach is going to be angry. And for me, it's like I want to see my kid. I want I want him to be at practice. He wants to be at practice. Teach him a lesson. Life sucks. Figure out your stuff. Get get your get your butt knowing what time it is. It's your job. It's not my job to babysit you and to make you aware of every single little thing. Susie goes to why is always Susie? I don't know. I'm obsession with that name. I'm not really for sure why. Let's go, Shannon. How about Shannon? So. Shannon goes to, um, she goes to school. She forgets her lunch. I mean, we will drive across the city to make sure our kid has a lunch. And I'm not saying you're bad for that. And I'm not saying I wouldn't do the same thing because I have done the same thing. But again, the mentality is here. Hey, Shannon, you forgot it. Guess what? You don't eat or figure borrow money, beg for food, get through that cafeteria. Hopefully you have some friends at your table. So you got to figure it out. You're hungry. Guess what? Don't, I bet you'll remember more next time. But if I bail out my kid in every single situation, what lesson are we learning? Because we're wanting to, the helicopter parent wants to create this little, this little universe where everything is safe and I'll pick up all of your slack and I'm just going to make sure everything in your life. Oh my gosh, life is not like that. And you know it. So when you're eight-year-old, it doesn't matter their age. When they're four-year-old, there's there's always lessons to be had in this area. It does not matter the age of your kid, generally speaking. Let them learn it. Hey, it's it, what we. I think there's something in in parents, um, and I'm I'm probably guilty of this too, where we kind of equate love and how much we're willing to do to our kids because we live in a kid-centered world. You know, you. St- to be God, I mean, it should be a God-centered world where what God thinks, that's that's how we, that dictates our decision. But a lot of times it's a kid-centered world. So in a kid-centered world, we want to make sure they love, I'm willing to do this. My mom, and, and we go too far. We go too far. We don't allow our kids to fail, okay? Now, what does that do? What, what, what does that do for their kind of, um, you know, their mentality? Because allowing our kids pain or allowing our kids to have negative things happen to them. They're hungry. They miss basketball. Oh my gosh. When William missed that basketball practice, I mean, guess what happened the next time we had to go to practice? He's out there waiting for me. Like he, it, it like stuck in his brain and it was hard. It was hard for me to drive away. I hate it. I still literally to this day, remember that feeling and I'm sure he hated it too, but he had to learn. But allowing our kids pain doesn't mean we don't care. As a matter of fact, it shows that you do care when you can make those tough love, tough parenting decisions. Now, you have conversations with them. You can get home from the practice. I don't know if I did this or not, so I'm just making this up. But I could get William, and he's probably angry and mad or whatever he is. And he's like, look, what I did was because I need you to be responsible. What I did is literally because of how much I love and care about you. It's, it's not to be a jerk and it's not to be mean and it's not to rub your imperfections, but I need you to be more responsible. And guess what? We know our kids are going to fall short and we can give them grace. This isn't a hundred percent thing all the time, but it's an important lesson for letting our kids fail. 
We cannot make everything good in their life. We can't. Um, guess what? They can't make everything good. Like life isn't just life isn't like that. We want our kids to be risky. We want our kids to take chances. I said, and you're, you probably will think I'm a bad parent for this, but I would tell my kids, look, you want to wear a bicycle helmet? It's up to you. It's your head. Now you say, well, that's not very responsible because kids don't understand. Okay. Probably so. And I could say, you know, the older generations, none of us wore bikes and yeah, maybe, or none of us wore helmets. So you can play that game all day long. Life is about risk. Uh, I had some uh, very good friends of ours that lived across the street when our kids were young growing up. And oh my goodness, they let their kids play in the street way more than I did. I would be scared sometimes like, oh my gosh, they're going to get hit by a car. And they're like, ah, they're fine. They're fine. You know, it scared me. I wasn't quite as free with the street as they were. But you know what? It's still this mentality of there's risk. You know, kids have to learn. Kids have to figure things out. And it's like throwing them off the diving board. Hey, you're either going to die or you're going to swim. And we know they're not going to die. But it's it's that mentality, that old school mentality versus the ultra coddling and babying that sometimes we do. Um, the The other thing that this happens, kind of the other thing is you don't realize it. But when you don't allow your kid to fail, when you try to be everything for them all the time, always filling in every single gap is really what you're doing Ultimately, the biggest pain is you're robbing them of confidence. Confidence comes from responsibility and knowing what to be and knowing what to do. A lot of times we may say like parents who have one child, a single child who are around adults all the time, they sometimes even do grow up a little more responsible. They can grow up a little bit quicker in a sense. They often have the ability to speak to adults better I'm not advocating for this. I'm simply saying that 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 mentality of of toughness, being around adults, talking, it, it helps people grow up in stronger, more confident, more healthy ways. Um, and and really, what you're doing is you're just modeling your own weakness. Like I, I want to. I would rather talk through decisions sometimes after they're made and say, Hey, here's, here's what I'm thinking. Tell me what you think. What were you thinking here in this situation? Um, I, I go to my, my youngest child and we have some hilarious stories of this kid. And in some ways, all my kids remind me of me and, and, and their mom, um, in, in wonderful ways and sometimes head scratching ways. But I remember there's this baseball game. He was probably eight years old and I, I'm, I'm not kidding you. he, forgot his underwear. He forgot his hat. He forgot one of his socks. He had his, just his tennis shoes and not his cleats. We played on a, at that point for that level, a pretty highly competitive baseball team. And this kid's walking in like, now here I am. Wait, I'm the coach. I'm the head coach. And you know, his mom's like, what's going on? Like, what's going on here? And again, it's like, now this isn't really saying that we did anything right or wrong. I don't even remember how that actually happened. It was probably my fault, honestly, because his, his mom would have been much better at taking care of some of these things. But it's like, you know, sometimes you have to say, okay, Brett, it's your baseball. Like you can't play in sandals yet. You, you need underwear on when you play baseball, those pants probably aren't super comfortable. Like you have to take care of your own business. You're probably playing video games too much, or you weren't as concerned about the time. And so if, if you come to a baseball game like this, guess what? You can't play. So I bet the next time 
you'll care a little bit more. And that's what we want to do. We want them to have a couple of hard lessons and then make different and better and stronger decisions the next time. But we as parents have to have thick enough skin to allow them to do that. That's, that's, that's the key. Okay. Let's go to the, uh, uh, the, the parenting advice and then, um, the song, the parenting advice is, is pretty simple. Um, it kind of puts us back on this is let's be in this regard. Let's be open about our failures and lessons that we've learned. And there's some things that aren't kid appropriate, but let's be willing to say, yeah, I, I mean, I'm not very good at this area. I struggle with this area. I'm still working through this because this is the heart of what I'm talking about with helicopter parents um, is and even like in a whole other podcast episode, like hel- helicopter spouses, you know, we have to allow people to make decisions. We have to allow people to make choices. And I think that we can do a better job of allowing that if we're open about our own choices good or bad, and how we've learned from them. Because if we can articulate that and explain that even to our young children, then they can also kind of find freedom of that and knowing that their parents are going to trust them and trying to have confidence in them. And if they don't bring lunch up to my school, it's not because they hate me or they're bad parents. It's because I need to do, I need to take care of my, I need to own it. I need to own it. That's what you want your nine-year-old to say. You want your nine-year-old to say is, yeah, I screwed up. I didn't, I didn't do that. It's not mom and dad's job. If you can do that, you're, you're on to something right there. That what, what recognition to have a young child own their own stuff. And that's, I think that's uh, if you can, if you can pull that off, you're doing good. Uh, the song today is by a famous singer. One of my favorites, Billy Joel. Um, and it's not really the song itself. Isn't really related. The, the song message isn't really what we're talking about. The name of the song is just honesty and that's and that's what we're getting to be honest with our 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 strengths, our weaknesses, our shortcomings, be honest about the direction we need to go. It is a great song by the way. Uh don't think it was I don't don't think Billy wrote it for this topic, but thank you we're using it nonetheless. Um and that concludes episode 25. What's wrong with helicopter parents? Folks, keep doing what you're doing. I appreciate it. Can't wait to talk to you guys next time. Uh as we get into, um, we're going to get into a touchy subject next time. So I'll, I'll share it with you next week. Talk to you soon. Adios. Thank you so much for listening. Let's keep the conversation going. You can reach out on Ben's website, www.benkeatshow.com or on social media to chat. And please remember to subscribe so that you never miss an episode.